Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. 
If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance, let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity, do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up, loud. give me your electricity. Hello, bitchettes. Welcome back to the bar. This is bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. So bad that you're number two. Why? Because haven't you heard second is the first to lose? That's all right. I'll lose on being a bitch. (laughs) Okay. All right. Before we even open our mouths, I want to start off by thanking our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar, and they joined our exclusive Patreon channel where they get access to our after show video content and never before seen behind the scene personal stuff from our archives. It's like we're... um, I don't know. It's like we're, uh, what's the word? A museum. We're a dance mom's museum. <laughs> They're our true bitchettes. They are our true bitchettes. <laughs> they really are. And little bitchettes see me all the time in New Orleans and they're always like, I'm afraid to talk to you. I'm like, no, no, you can come talk to me if you're a bitchette. We're scary. <laughs> oh yeah, they probably do. They're afraid of us because we're scary. We are scary. I'm only a bitch on TV. I'm nice in real life. Yeah. Yeah, we're nice. When I meet people in real life, they're always like, you're so nice. Yeah. Don't believe everything you see on the show. (laughs) Yes, yes. I mean, I can be a bitch, but I'm not always a bitch. Yeah. All right. Well, let's begin by thanking Haley, Janae, Doreen, Holly, Michael, Jenna, Ellie Mae, Vild, Jay. Oh, my God. If I told you how many pages we have to go, you would cry. Molly, McKenna, Nina, Tyla, Lexi, Emma, Maya, uh, Sakura, Sam, Tyler, Becky, Kayla, Megan, Gracie, Jennifer, Sonia, Diana, Michelle, Abby, Brielle, Faith, Lexi, Mackenzie, Chloe, Kara, Paige, CJB, Nina, Alexis, Joe Tanked, Sarah Grace, Danielle, Reagan, Molly, Caroline, Lily, Sam, Lindsay, Tiana, Courtney, Holly, Jacob, Charlotte, Lindsay, Bridget, Casey, and Emily, Emily, Emma, Emily, Emily, Emma. Uh, then we have Molly, Madison, Erica, Hannah, Lauren, Deborah, Jason, Sophia, Abby, Julia, Madeline, Macy, Amanda, Kendall, Olivia, Marley, Sammy, Cheyenne, Jill in the fur vest, dead, Brenna, Eries, Katie, Alexia, Zoe, Anna, P. Marie, Joelle, Isabella, Talia, Gracie, Erica, Tara, Kara, Maine, Avery, Jess, Emily, M, Andrea, Emmy, Ryan, Katie, Griselda, Eric, Kim, Angel, or it could be Angel, uh, Sarah, Ashley, Ashley, and Leslie. Thank you guys all so much. Yes. 
They're our wonderful little patrons. I know one thing. If anybody ever needs to pick a baby name, like just look at our list of patrons because there's like so many different names. Absolutely. For sure. That's actually a good idea. Kelly, what her good ideas? I know. You have a good idea. Well, Kel, most important part, what are you drinking? I'm boring again. I have a vodka and cranberry. And I have a lot of cranberry in it because that is going to say I, I'm a little hungover from yesterday. It was ladies night around here. And so I'm a little hungover. So I, you know, what, what is that called? Whenever you have another drink to make you feel better, but Hair I don't the know. Dog. Yeah. I, but I'm thinking I had to go a little slow because. Well, little first of all, that looks like a uh, blood, which is perfect for twilight. Yeah. Um, I've never seen your drink that dark. I just want to see for the record. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm I'm super boring. I mean, look, here's the deal. We're recording really early today and I was not walking down to Bourbon Street at like 9 a.m. to go buy a drink. People exactly. are going to start talking. Yeah. Well, so that's I why to I decided to do a weak cranberry juice. I had to go inside the um, little convenience mart, which I know those guys think I'm an alcoholic, but whatever. I'm in there at like 7 a.m. I'm like, I'll take 12. And I just <laughs> my my refrigerator. Oh, it's terrible. I need you to send me that thing about that patch. Oh, yeah. So you have a patch that have, helps you not have a hangover. It's amazing. You put it on your ass. I mean, you don't. I just put it on my ass so it's hidden. But you put it on your on your skin 30 minutes before you start drinking and you keep it on for at least eight hours. I swear to God, it works. What happens if you don't put it on 30 minutes ahead? I, I don't know. Cause honestly, I haven't put it on 30 minutes ahead and I've been fine. And you think it works. I do think it works. Yeah, well, when, why haven't you sent it to me? Uh, it's not from Facebook. You're going to have to go to Amazon to buy it. <laughs> okay. I actually really think it's amazing. I, I love it. Somebody sent, Oh, Brittany sent it to me after her bachelorette party. She's like, you need these. And, um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Share. Will do. All right. I'll send that over to you. And we are going to get into this week's episode called Guess Who's Back? Shady's Back, in case you were worried. Shady's Back. Hey, and I just looked that the competition date was May 26th. So Chloe's birthday was this week. Yeah. Yeah. She, it was her it was her birthday girl. She was a birthday. And her birthday is the same as my mom's. Oh, that's right. I always, yeah. Yeah. And just in case. You didn't know this is Kelly's birthday month, May. Yes, so I'm still celebrating. <laughs> no doubt. Days left. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So it's called Guess Who's Back, and uh, it's season two, episode twenty. And we start off with a beautiful shot of all of the potholes. Pot I was going to say, everybody, like, put your TV on pause and just count the potholes. Billions of them. Ugh, I think that place still have potholes. I don't think those ever got fixed. I don't think so either. Mm-mm. She didn't care if we fell in a pothole. She was hoping we did probably. Absolutely. <laughs> like, let's lose Kelly and Christy in a pothole. <laughs> <laughs> if we can't push her off a bridge, let's sit on the pothole. All right. So Abby calls the girls in and all of us go in except for Holly. Um, and then Abby asks where Holly is and I'm like, oh, she'll be here later. And Abby is thrilled. She tells the girls, you've proven yourself as a national champion, uh, once again. 
And she says, it's much, much, much more fun to win, ladies. Uh, and so let's talk about this week. And we are headed, and right as she goes into that, dramatic music begins and in saunters Jill. Jill doesn't even like take a pause. She just walks right the I, I know. I know. Saunters in. And your face is so funny. You're like. Well, I looked at her hair and was like, like, it's like almost the same haircut as me and same color as me. Like. Yeah. Hi. Now I remember Jill telling me after the fact sometime, cause she went to, uh, like I used to go to the same girl as her for a yeah. little while. And I don't know if Jill wanted her to be red or if one of the producers wanted her to be red, but I know red was in the mix and she kept saying like, let's do a really fabulous red. And I, for whatever reason, they went blonde, probably to look like you. Yeah. 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 So she walks in and before Abby even speaks, Jill's like, um, I'm back. You know, I made a mistake going to candy apples and Abby, Abby's so ridiculous. Cause she's like that fly butterfly eyelash face. I'm like, Oh God. Um, and then you said, are you practicing your death drop? And I'm like, is that what I said? I'm like, I said, are you trying, is she copying my haircut? Um, yeah, I think I said, are, are you trying to copy my haircut? I have to listen with the captions on because I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? Yeah, no, I think I said, are you trying to copy my haircut? Okay, that makes total more sense. And I really like Jill's hair without the poof. She needs to lose the poof. Exactly. Me too, but she needs to not have it look like mine. Exactly. But Kelly, I think when we look different, because then, because a lot of times when her hair was like that, people would think like I was Jill or she was me. Like, on a show, it's easier if everybody looks different. Different. Well, yeah. this one time, last year when I had my foot surgery, um, I hadn't left the house in probably, I don't know, eight weeks, literally never left the house. And someone sent Mark a message. Somebody had posted on Facebook that they had met me the day before and I was a bitch. And I was like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I, I wasn't out. And so yeah. it was somebody else from the show, but uh, they thought it was me, which they got us mixed up. And I don't know who was a bitch, but whatever. It wasn't me. But isn't well, that funny? It probably would have been Melissa because she's the only other one with long hair. Yeah. I no, well, I guess Melissa's a bitch. That wasn't me. Why me? So, then yeah. short, so it wouldn't have been me. Correct. Correct. Now, one thing I do want to point out before we go on Um <clears throat> You and I are both wearing very aggressive earrings. You have these giant. I got them yellow hoops. I know. Where the hell did I find those? I got them out of Abby's jewelry. I was just going to say, you stole that out of Abby's jewelry. jewelry like that. I don't know yeah. why. I guess I was just trying to match my yellow and my shirt. And I had. I think you had a yellow bracelet on too. And I was like, Kelly, do yeah. better. I know. Well, hey, I was taking off the years. You had that orange shit on the week before. Oh God. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. So then Jill's like, can Kendall come back on the team? And Abby's like, I don't have time for this today. There's dances to rehearse. There's competition. And she's like, I want her to be there with you. Kendall can fit right in with this group. She did it once. She can do it again. But first, poor Kendall is like shaking like a leaf. You know? I know. She's it's like, like, it's so sad. They're always, all of always. them. I, I mean, and I'm, I'm a bitch. I'm like, I guess candy apples didn't give you what you wanted. A starring role in every number, a featured spot, a special part. So here she is 
hop, hop, hopping right back to the Abby Lee Dance Company. I, I just love though how the first week that she came, she was like, you know, that we were bitches because we were trying to get this stuff with our for our kids and we were never happy. And she's <laughs> doing the same thing. The same with Leslie. Yes. They, they both get on us because we say we want solos or we want mm-hmm. proper treatment, but they do the same thing. Well, it's funny because I have that written down again, one brain between the two of us, because she kept saying, Kendall deserves this. Yeah. And Leslie always says, Peyton deserves this. How? how? Like that last week, why does she always say deserves? Yes. And look, I'm not saying you don't deserve it, but I'm just saying like, we didn't use that word. Like she deserves to be on this. Like yeah. she deserves this. Yeah. Um, so when Abby goes, you're off your rocker, Chloe is fucking cracking up. You know, she's probably like, great. Somebody else is causing drama. Not my mom. Exactly. Yeah. And um, Jill's like, well, I just wanted what was best for Kendall. And Abby's like, Jill, you didn't give me time to do that. And then we see the infamous cowboy hat flashback scene. Oh, yeah. I will never get over that. You know what? It was hysterical watching her throw that shit. I know. It was like a hissy fit. (laughs) It was a hissy fit. She was having a hissy fit. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, you know, so it just goes on, you know, are you going to turn my child away? You know, I'm rehearsing. And then we see Abby in her interview. She's speechless. Abby's never speechless. She, I like that she says Jill came in with a hot new hairdo and a new wardrobe, but it's the same old Jill. I think her clothes are the same old shit, too. I'm just saying. Yeah, I do, too. I get asked all the time if we knew Jill was coming back this day and if we had to like reshoot this scene, I'm like, no, it's like, I didn't know when she walks in, I am shocked. Yeah, me too. I don't I think Abby remember. You what? I don't think Abby knew either. No, yeah. I can totally remember like literally being like oh, shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was very thrilled that she had to agree to take her back. Sure. Sure. Uh, you you think that uh, Jill is desperate <laughs> your interview and then the girls all start hugging Kendall and Abby's like stop it this is not about friends do you want to see Kendall invited to your house this is my business so then Kendall starts crying and Jill's like can't you be back on the team and you're just sort of like fucking another day another drama and um Abby's like we'll talk about it later so then in her interview, she's like, I'm furious with Jill for thinking she can walk right back in here and get Kendall on the team. It's not this girl's fault. She's a great dancer. So let her rehearse, stick her on the end. It's not a big deal. You think they made her say that? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's why I said, I don't think she was very happy about having her. Like Abby didn't want it. Like that was Abby having to give in. Yes. That's I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. So we get to Pyramid. I think she tells us first that we're going to Star Power in Lancaster, um, which, look, I always loved when we were close by because then the bus ride wasn't that terrible. So great. Um, and for anyone who didn't know that Melissa grew up in Lancaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her sister lived there. So her sister would always come on these, like, when we would do competitions there. Yeah. So on the bottom is Mackenzie. And she was told about um, doing her her like contagions in her uh, trio. If you don't know what a contagion is, it's like when one goes and one goes and one goes, it's like a ripple effect kind of. Um, And she was just saying like, you can't go so fast that you make me and Paige look like they're off. So I think that was fair, you know, totally fair. I I was like, holy shit. She actually said like, it wasn't against Paige or Nia. Yes. 
Yes. Well, then Mia got in trouble for falling on her aerial walkover. Don't let it happen again. You need to slow down. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, whatever. And then comes Paige. (laughs) Paige did nothing wrong, but... I have to take response. She has to take responsibility for being part of the trio. You roll your eyes. Like, don't give Paige a, oh, you did good. Right, right, right. Nothing wrong, but you're still at the bottom. You're still at the bottom. Both of your hairs, your kid's hair looks fabulous in Pyramid. I thought the same thing today. I yeah. yeah. It's crazy what we think alike. Yeah, I was like, hmm, we must have combed our hair today. (laughs) Yes, it's very pretty. Then next is Chloe. Um, and she thinks Chloe should be placing higher in age categories with 11 and 12 year olds. Um, it, what's interesting about this is that she tells Chloe, she needs to place higher in that age category with 11 and 12 year olds. And then Maddie won the nine to 12 category. So I'm like, I don't know how that lined up because it would have been nine to 12. Chloe would have been in. So I was a little confused when she said that. I, I think I she like, just oh. meant, I think it was nine to 12. I think she just meant against 11 and 12 year olds. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, so nine to 12. Brooke's technique was clean uh, and her facial expressions were wonderful. She was outstanding. And, and then they were talking about Brooke had that solo. Yes. I think they weren't, she wasn't really talking about the group dance. She was talking about her solo. Which makes sense too, why Brooke is above Chloe when Chloe plays doing her solo and Brooke was supposedly only in the yeah. group. Brooke yeah. got second. Correct. Paint the picture. Yeah. 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 Um, so then Maddie's at the top and they show me like looking like a bitch when they put her at the top. I never reacted like that. I, I can promise you, I intentionally never reacted poorly about whoever was at the top of the pyramid because I didn't want them to make me look like an asshole. Exactly. So that but was like we always say, they take it from somewhere else. Just it, even though we tried not to look that way, they will still make us look that way. We might as yeah. well just showed our, our true feelings because they're going to show it somehow. Yes, exactly. So then in my interview, I'm like, Maddie wins all the time and we're not jealous of her victories. I would never rub Chloe's victories in anyone else's faces. If anything, I try to downplay any success Chloe has because I don't want to create animosity and tension between the girls. Do you think that's foreshadowing? Yeah. With the crowns? (laughs) Yeah. That's a little bit foreshadowing, yes. So then Abby gives out the dances. Maddie has a solo. I can't find the words. It's going to be lyrical. A beautiful lyrical dance. Beautiful lyrical. Something different. Yeah. <laughs> then Paige gets creme de la creme in its acrobatic. Yeah. I'm like, I don't look very happy. I'm kind of like, uh, like shit. Another solo. But then in your interview, you're like, I'm excited because you thought after changing Paige's solo two weeks ago, it would be a while before she got another one. Lucky me. So are you saying that you had to say something you didn't feel? Exactly. So you said something you didn't really feel. Shocking. Uh, Then (laughs) she assigns Nia a solo working girl. Everybody's so excited. Um, They're clapping. The girls are really excited. And then when she talks about it being a song by Laquifa, did you see how excited the kids got when they, they were? The- yeah. They had so much they- fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Actually, John, who was on a couple of months ago, was posting about um, just some issues in the dance world about 
using drag queens, but not really supporting like the LG, the LG, wait, BTQ community and uh, how proud he was that we introduced like drag queens to like middle America kids 10 years ago. Our kids loved it. It was never anything weird or strange. Not at all. So I was, I'm happy that that's like part of it. So anyway, so they were weird and strange seeing Abby in her interview wearing white. Yes. Weird. Yes. I don't know. I just, I've never seen Abby in white. She always wears like black or, you know, yes. never totally agree with that. I thought the same <laughs> <laughs> my brain. Yeah. Okay. Abby doesn't say anything about who's in the group, but she does say that it is twilight and it's contemporary and it's about a vampire. So she's bringing in a boy and all of the girls cheer. Uh, and then Mackenzie's like, boys are icky, <clears throat> but yeah, um, it's cute sayings. Yep. Kenzie sure. says that. And then Maddie is talking about, uh, wait, did she say, oh no, I'll get to that. But what's funny is that we knew Twilight. We knew this dance because Abby's older students did this right. number. No, right. it, it was Brittany, Stephanie, oh, and Nina, and John. I'm thinking about Brooke and Nick doing, um, yeah. sort of, yeah, Brooke and Nick dance together all the time. Yes. Yes. But this number, the girls, I think they had done this number the year before the older girls. So when the girls heard this number, they knew what this number was and they were like, because oh, this was a fabulous number, like yeah. not even us. It was when it was them. And so the girls were really excited. Um, so yes, Mackenzie gets the cute thing. They're icky, 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 icky. Kenzie always gets to be cute. Been in a dance this week? No. Yeah. She don't even have a dance. No. Yeah. No. Probably working on her show for the next. So, so, oh yeah, she's really working on her solo for the next week. So we're leaving and um, I'm picking my teeth as we leave. Not you, me. I'm always picking something. Right. But I'm picking it. And then Abby calls Nick into the studio. The girls all run over to hug him. And Abby's explaining when you do partner work, it's important that you're comfortable with your partner. Um, and Nick's job is easy because the girls trust him and totally there. Yeah. Uh, and Abby's like, you're there to lift Nick. And so then we see Maddie in her interview and she's like, I'm excited for Nick to be playing the vampire in the group routine. We're in a trance and everybody's telling us like, he's bad. Don't like him, but we can't help it. And I'm literally like, Maddie, it is designed that way, baby. <laughs> yeah. Maddie, the worse they are, the more people are going to tell you not to like him and the more you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that. Cheers. There's a life lesson for all of you bitchettes out there, right? Yep. So now upstairs, we're all sitting down and you're laughing. And Jill's like, are you laughing at my hair? And you're like, no, I love it. You think it's cute. And then this is hysterical to me. Melissa turns to Joan. She goes, I think you look so young. When you first walked in the door, I thought, oh my God, is that Now, now young and Kathy in the same sense. Kind of like, hmm. Yes. I was like, the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then of course, Jill like hates Kathy. So they make a face. We laugh. Um, Okay. But how about I am drinking a bottle of water? Like, 
No, there was not vodka in there. I did not drink straight vodka. What vodka in that water? That was water. I was probably dehydrated from the day before because I, I never had water up there. I don't know why, but it was a Tuesday. So would you have been out the night before? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you know what? You might have been because if you count backwards, it was around your birthday. Yeah, exactly. So you were you were hungover. You were drinking your water. Was I'm being a good girl? Write that down because I probably will never see me with that again. <laughs> All right. Um, Jill's like, oh, Melissa and Jill are talking and Melissa's like, I think you have such guts. And Jill's like, I know, but Abby won't let me put her picture on the pyramid. And you were like, you and me are like, uh, yeah, because why would she? Jill's like, are my actions going to work out in her favor? I think I asked her that. And I'm like, the outcome was unexpected to me. And she said, Abby won't talk to her. And she's a, you go, well, what's there to talk about? She's dancing. Yeah. Like she's dancing, but yeah. then in the interview, you're like, Jill keeps saying she wants Kendall to have, have an opportunity, but she did. Kendall auditioned for the company, made it, and Jill blew her top and left. Your eyes are this big. I know. <laughs> I, that. I don't know if it's because I'm like aggravated or what. <laughs> they never used to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. And no, so they, they weren't. Most of the time, I think. Yeah. yeah. I actually had notes early on in the seasons. I'm like, where's your big eyes? Because everyone always talked about your eyes being crazy. I don't know. I think it was because I was so aggravated. My yeah. eyes were going to pop out of my head. Yeah. Oh, God. What? Quit laughing at me. It was funny. It's funny. And then in Abby's interview, she's like, I need time to think about this. Jill took Kendall to my arch rival in Ohio. Just pointing out, Abby will not say candy apples because she does not want to give her a plug. Yeah. And then now she thinks she can show up and put Kendall back on the team, but she's wrong. And Jill, of course, hopes that we understand why she left. She couldn't tolerate it anymore. And honestly, like Melissa is the one who's saying she understands. Um, but we understand. We just probably weren't shown saying like, we understand. I just don't understand why she says how we're jealous and we're all this when you were that upset that you left and went somewhere else. Yeah. But right. it's okay for you to do it, but not us. Oh, just wait. We never even left. We aren't even allowed to just say our feelings. So I, 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 that's what I don't get. Yes. And then I say Jill's back for five minutes and Melissa's best friends with her again. I don't think there's anything honest about Jill, not even her hair, or now she even lies about her hair color. Not that I ever would. Oh, okay. Well, obviously. 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 My hair is not real, please. Like, I don't even know what my real hair color is. <laughs> Probably gray under all that, but whatever. Oh, I'm um, really gray. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Abby tells us she doesn't have time to deal with Jill. She has to worry about the group routine. It's amazing. And she intends to win at star power. And then Kendall comes up to the mezzanine and that little thing. She's just like, oh, like those poor freaking kids, you know, it was it's like crazy. crazy how they, like a woman shouldn't make you react that way. I mean, just like, like for outsiders, like looking at like that, that's just not right. And Obviously, their reactions, them getting that way, there's a lot more shit that's happened that Correct. you haven't seen to get them that way. Correct. With Correct. every one of them, you know? 
which just goes to show, you know, I was telling a story to the sorority girls the other night about uh, nip tuck when Abby like pointed out their bad, like circled what they were insecure about. People were like, holy shit, we didn't realize. And I'm like, there's so much of that, that our girls had to go through that they never aired, but they still lived. Yep. Yep. Okay, so now Paige is rehearsing and Abby is telling us in her interview, creme de la creme is real dancing. There's no cutesy stuff. It's full on difficult. I don't want any more mommyography in my numbers. Paige needs to learn what she's given. But do you hear what she just said? Yeah, she's given her good steps. That's all I ever yeah. asked for in Paige placed because right. she had better choreography. I'm not going to say good choreography, but it was better than normal. But Abby said it's real choreography, meaning she doesn't give a real choreography. Exactly. exactly. And that's all I ever asked for. Did I complain about it this week? No. Nope. She had nope. a nice costume. She had okay choreography. So I wasn't bitching. That's all I asked for. My daughter actually had a chance of placing. So yeah, I and she did. So if she would have did that all the time, I, she would have never heard me bitching. Then we wouldn't have had a show. I know. So, know. but don't worry because Jill is about to interrupt Paige's re- or solo practice. She waltzes in. Yeah. And I love how, you know, when she comes in during group rehearsal, she can't talk to her, but she can talk to her when it's Paige's because she's going to stand over there and then you go, Paige finally got a solo and proper rehearsal, but Jill interrupted her private. It's ridiculous. So she's like, stand over there. We'll talk after she runs her number one more time. And then they start talking. And Abby, first of all, is like, well, you didn't sign anything or tell anybody you were here. I think coming in the room was really inappropriate. And Jill says, I didn't have a choice. And I thought you would understand that. I do want to say about the show. Yeah, of course. She didn't have a contract for those times she was there. So, yeah. So (laughs) that was all about. Like, cause we had, we all had to sign a contract. And when Jill first came on, she didn't have a contract as of that. No, and she's the one who will say she didn't have a contract, but then she's like, I didn't have a choice. And I thought you would understand that, you know? She didn't have so a choice. The pro- producers made her go there. Correct. Um, and Abby's like, I don't want to invest my energy into your kid and have it walk out the door in six months because mommy's not happy. And then Abby's like, Jill has a lot of groveling to do and paperwork to sign before Kendall's back on the ALDC. And then they leave the studio and I'm thinking, and Jill better get her pocketbook out because she has some gifts to buy, right? Exactly. Yeah. So up next is Nia and I cannot with Abby doing the walk. Oh my God. Like I need my blinders on. That was her time to shine. She Um, couldn't wait. Loves that shit. Loves that shit. Love, uh, 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 you know, she won't ever show like doing like a, a nice like turn or arabesque, but, but she'll show the really. Yeah, I would pay all of my money in the world to see Abby do an arabesque. I'm just saying, and not because of any like, like weight thing, I'm just saying oh. she can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, whoop, whoop. um. And then she, of course, gets a dig in. Nia Solo is about her mom. We all know that Dr. Holly is the original working girl. No one has ever had a job and raised any kids before her. And she's like, like young. And like we said last week about Chloe's, the dances always, the names of the dances always have meanings about the mom. Like, of so course. working girl, Holly's the working girl. Yeah. Does that mean you're the creme? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does I mean. creme de creme mean? Like the top, like cream rises to the top, the best of the cream. Oh, there we go. That's me. Yeah, that's you. 
That's you. You're trouble. Holly's working girl, and I'm Premdita. Fuck you with trouble. Okay. All right. Um, you are trouble. All right. So now we're back upstairs, and Jill's gone because she left with Kendall, and Holly comes up next, and she's like, "What did I miss?" And I remember this conversation so vividly so vividly like I can still see Holly's face from my perspective I'm like you're never going to believe who came into pyramid today I'll give you three guesses <laughs> and I, and just like, Jill what was she doing at pyramid and you're like and she had her 900 voice on <laughs> and you and I cannot wait to tell her all about it we're like she's got Kelly's haircut and it's really blonde <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, and then what else did she say? Oh, and then Holly in her interview said she, she's talking about Mia's dance now. She's like, you know, last year, I didn't like last year's Lafifa's dance. It wasn't a signature dance. Holly kills me with like her little thing. It was not a signature dance that she yeah. was probably. I would be like that drink sucked. Oh, that dance sucked. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a signature dance. I'd be like, this fucking thing was awful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we are rehearsing the group. Abby is giving the choreography to the kids and Gianna walks in Studio A and she's like, Abby, I have a phone call. And it's Carol, the casting director from Drop Dead Diva. And Abby's like, oh, I've been anxiously awaiting this call. Yeah. Uh, okay. And Carol says, Maddie got the part. She did a great read and her dance was okay. beautiful. You'd notice whenever she was talk, the Carol was talking, she was like, after watching all of the videos, we selected Maddie, but they made her be like all like known. She watched all the videos and watch how she says it and listen to how she says it in her voice. She probably only sent one video. Exactly. Um, and upstairs, ugh, we are so bitchy, but we were so bitter because we knew that that part was going to be Maddie's before we even auditioned for it. Like we knew that. Well, no, no. If you look. At me, I, I'm up there. I'm very upset. I almost uh-huh. look like I'm ready to cry because it, if I remember correctly, when you know me, I think they were, because Chloe, Paige was supposed to do the Lux video yeah. too. And then mm-hmm. they didn't give it to her. They told me that they were going to give this to Paige because it was a blonde. Blonde. Well, that's how you, that's, that's why in the, in the thing they, Abby said, oh, it's between Paige and Maddie. And then they ended up giving it to Maddie. And I was like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. This is the second thing you promised my kid. Yeah. And and this is where you say, isn't it funny how they wanted a blonde? And she was the only one who auditioned who wasn't a blonde. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I think if I recall correctly, um, Paige looked very, very close to the girl who she was playing young. Yeah. But and you so, don't look like it, I, they can make you look that way. Well, but there's no reason that I don't know. I, well, whatever. and then Abby downstairs being so bitchy. But I, first of all, I am upstairs being bitchy. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Maddie had the part before she even auditioned for it. And so Abby ends up with Carol and she cheers, she hugs Maddie, she sends her upstairs to tell her mom. And like she is rubbing it in in front of the girls, like totally rubbing it in the girls' faces. And we're just so bitchy about it. But Again, then it's hard for us to take hold for the second time that your child's going to maybe get something special and then they take it from you. Yeah. And I think they thought I was going to flip out about that. They they probably told me that on purpose and then took it from me on purpose so I would flip out. 
But it wouldn't have made, I mean, yes, I do agree, but I'm just saying for them, it doesn't make sense for you to flip out if the audience doesn't know that Paige was promised it because it's like, well, why would you flip out? Like, are you just being greedy? Just, just yeah, but that's how they always made us look. Like, yeah, that, just true. tell us that Maddie got the part. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? I'm like, I think the girls know it's not a level playing field, so it's no surprise when M- M- Maddie gets chosen for parts. The girls are used to it, but they shouldn't have to be. Um, and then we just keep talking about it. You know, it was slated for Maddie from the beginning. Melissa looks fucking miserable, which I do not blame her. I wouldn't want to sit on that. Abby in her interview is like, woohoo, the part goes to Maddie. Is Maddie the best? Who knows? It's not about being the best. It's about being right for the part. Okay. I'm like, but Abby always say it's about being the best. But she just said it's about looking the part, but Paige is the one that looked the part. Right. So Kelly, I'm telling you, I remember Abby talking on the phone and us hearing her. But she, but she said right there, it's about looking the part while you just. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So then Maddie comes upstairs and Melissa says in her interview, it's not fair to Maddie. When she gets a job, I want her to be excited. If any of the other girls got the part, the moms would be celebrating, but they get jealous when it's Maddie. Here's the thing. We weren't jealous. That is not the correct word. Were we pissed? Were we this? Were we whatever? Jealous is like, oh my God. But it's a different yeah. emotion. We're fucking fed up with it. Yeah. I was because like I said, they promised it to Paige and then they took it. So who wouldn't be pissed? Mm-hmm. Like they lied. Yeah. And you're at least better at hiding it. You're like, congratulations. I say congratulations when she leaves, but I just look fucking miserable the whole time. Cause I'm just like, I can't believe we have to play into this mm-hmm. and be like, oh, okay. Um, so anyway, and then in her interview, Maddie does say when Miss Abby announced that I got the part, I just tried to smile and stay humble because I don't want my friends to feel bad. And I believe that that child felt that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. She doesn't want to make her friends feel bad. And then I'm in my interview and I'm like, I wish everything was fair and even Abby absolutely 100% made sure that Maddie was going to get that role come hell or high water. I stand by what I said. Yep. I do too. Now we're back in, uh, it's the next day and we are rehearsing Twilight and Abby is screaming at Nia and tells her she has too much hair. (laughs) (laughs) And then she tells the girls, you are dreaming about Mr. Right. And this number is really cool. And then in walks Jill and Jill's saying like, I didn't know what time rehearsal was. And she's like scooting Kendall in. I guarantee you they fucked with Jill there. Oh yeah, yeah. Giving her the wrong time. Like Jill's outfit there. I did too. Yeah, because I I don't. Twice I've said I've liked Jill's outfit because normally I hate Jill's outfits, but I I did like this outfit. Well, don't worry. In just a moment, you're going to tell us that you like Jill's hair better the other color. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a bitch. They told me to say that. Oh, did they? I think so because. Because they wanted to go on the whole thing that her, I think they told her to get her hair cut like mine. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I'm sure. So they. I think they wanted me to keep talking about her hair to make a bigger deal about it because we kind of blew that off. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They wanted it to be a bigger deal. Why would, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what Keller and Jill's hair is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you see in the rehearsal though, when, um, Abby or Chloe is dancing with Nick and they're practicing a part and Abby is screaming, bite her. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's screaming, bite her. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> and later in a couple minutes, she says to Brooke, let him bite you. Let him bite your neck. You can be late. She'd rather her be late that, you know, I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's so like when you actually pull that out and just look at that as in its own thing, uh-huh. we're knocked upside our heads. Yep. These kids were like nine, 10, 11. Uh-huh. I am. Okay. And the kids are like, they're like, please infect me with your vampire disease because uh-huh. you're bad. I want your bod. Oh, that's why our kids are so easygoing with things because like they just, the shit that they. Well, at the end of this episode, when all that crazy shit is going down, they're yeah. not even blinking. It's like drinking. Chloe's like putting in her hair bow. They're just sort of like, okay. Yeah, and mine are still like that to this day, just because I think they just are like, whatever, like whatever happens, happens. I'm maybe just that's in my own little zone. Maybe that's a good coping skill we got them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Holly sees Jill for the first time and she's like, she looks like a different person. And I go, she's in the witness protection program. <laughs> she's funny. funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. Yeah. So Bobby gets mad at Jill for interrupting rehearsal. And um, she's like, I told you last night, it's inappropriate. I don't want you to do it. I want you out the door. Go. And the, uh, I hate this. So then she starts talking to Kendall and she's like, you need to control your mother. You know, um, she she's the one who made you quit to begin with her actions throwing a shoe in Texas is why she pulled you out of the studio you didn't want to leave now you just try to waltz right in Kendall it doesn't work like that but once Stop. again she's trying to tend, turn Kendall against her mother yeah why does she do that and what's funny is I just saw a clip from episode one season one where Abby says Christy has to stop talking about me in front of her daughter so she trusts me yeah and she does the same damn thing about our kids, like to them, about their moms. Yeah. To make them not trust us or not. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Holly's top that she has on in the scene. You have that dress, right? It's like that. I do. Like, yeah. I do it when we went to Shadyside to pass I out the flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it's, it's ink. I am. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I started using Acorns a few years ago, and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar. So that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals. And then I look at that balance and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Or whatever. Yeah, I remember. I've been wearing that shit because everybody in the world had it. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody had it or something. Everybody had it. Part of it that looked the same, you know? Yeah, we all had it. I was a dress, always was a shirt, but. We didn't have a lot of shopping options at the time. I think Nordstrom opened during the show. Yeah. Maybe, but anyway. 
Um, so now in the interview, Jill tells us, despite Abby's behavior, she still wants Kendall there for these opportunities to compete on this team. And then you say, Abby's made it clear that she likes Kendall and not Jill. Um, and you think Abby will let Kendall back on the team just to piss Kathy off because she hates candy apples so much. And I, and I, because I don't think Abby would have let her back on the team. First of all, Joe made her do it, but then I think I think Abby was like, well, I guess I better take her back because if not, I think Kendall would have had to stay with candy apples. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So I think she would have rather had her on our team than candy apples. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now uh, they're rehearsing and Kendall, she's like, you can try to pick up the choreography. And she said, we're still rehearsing the routine with Nick and, Nick and six girls and Kenzie is just not appropriate. So she literally looks at Mackenzie and says, Take your Take belly, out, your of belly out of here. Go to That's tap. That, that I always talk about. That's why Brooke always wears a shirt. Mackenzie mm-hmm. and Brooke both had names for their bellies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Abby had names for their bellies, which is yep. a horrible thing. Right. Just take your belly out of there. But then people get mad at me when I say, oh, stop eating. That's why you're fat. Or I make a fat comment, but she makes them to my daughter and other people in the studio, like Mackenzie or whatever, every there's, day. There's a scale under the uh, under the the stereo system. Don't tell me about yeah. fat shaming, please, yeah. please. Um, so Abby and Gianna are discussing cutting the routine down to three girls and one boy. And they're saying that Nick's part is getting lost because there's so much chaos going on. And Abby says she's going to watch the girls in rehearsal, make her final decision uh, at the competition. And she tells Nia, Nia, I'm really on the border with you. I want to, con- I want you to concentrate on your solo. You have something, you have to do something with that hair. It's not appropriate. Every time I look at you, it's like fun. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I just have to say that Abby and Gianna knew. Absolutely. That, that dance was only going to be Brooke, yeah. Maddie and Chloe. That dance was only ever choreographed for three people. Exactly. So, but why would they make Nia and Paige learn it when they have their solo? Why wouldn't they have just let them learn their solo? So they would have placed higher. I mean, they both placed in the top 10, but instead of Paige getting sixth, if she would have worked on it more, instead of using her brain to learn the group dance and stuff, they would have maybe had third. I want to tell you why I think they didn't do that. Because then they wouldn't have had any footage of the week with all the girls in the rehearsal studio together. Uh, mm. That's just what I think. I think they always had to have, not they had to, but they wanted that footage of all the girls in. Because like Mackenzie was even in the background dancing for a while. I I totally agree with you. But, or also too, they might've done it because they thought people would flip out. Yeah. I don't not know. in the group. And and Holly does say that. I think she says it's coming up. Yeah. The very next thing she says, the girls expect not to be picked for a trio or a duet, but now there's a possibility they won't be picked for group routines. You got to be kidding me. So this is this part makes me sad because Abby looked at Paige. She goes, Paige, I know you're a nice little girl. And she's like, but why are you teaching Kendall the number? Uh, that's not a good idea in case she takes your spot in the number. And Paige is just like, like, like if I'm trying to help my friend, like. That's what team members do. Like, I've always taught my kids to be that way. Always. And I'm glad they're like that. And they're still like that. But 
why would you tell a kid not to help somebody in their, their own group? Correct. So now, speaking of role models, we're going to move over to Studio B. And Abby in her interview goes, these mothers go on and on about role models. Well, I'll tell you what, not being happy for someone else's success is the worst role model you can be. So we all get called into Studio B with our girls. And she's like, you guys weren't happy enough for Maddie. And we're like, wait, what? And we're like, why are we in trouble for our feelings? And she's like, you're like, um, we're like, we congratulated her. And you were literally like, I don't know what else you wanted us to do. And I say, like we said, congratulations. We said, good job. I mean, what do you want us to do? Like bow down? Well, in my interview, I think I had a really good point. I'm like, irony of ironies. Abby wants to reprimand all of us for not being happy enough for Maddie getting the role on Drop Dead Diva. And I said, really, Ab? Because you didn't seem very happy when Chloe got the music video, the Joffrey scholarship, or first place when you ran out of the room because you were mortified. She wasn't. No. She's calling us that. And then Abby says, well, Melissa told me that you said it was rigged. And I fucking love Holly in this moment. Oh, I I know. I want more of this, Holly. Show up, please. She goes, I'm entitled to my opinion because I'm 42 years old and a free American citizen. I get to say what I believe I want. I stand on my credentials and my knowledge, something you can never take away. Do you see what happens right then? What? Abby cannot go toe-to-toe with Holly. So she oh, turns she to me and yes. fix that hair. Yep. Fix that oh, hair. Oh, I love Holly when she does this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you fix your own hair, your face, your body, and everything else. Our fucking kids are cracking up. <laughs> cracking up. And they that was brave of them to laugh they, at they that. They loved it once again because it was Holly. If it was me saying that, people would have been like scared to death because like, you know, that's how the reaction I always got. But from yeah. Holly doing it, they were just like, you go, Holly. <laughs> I, it was, I was crying watching them because it was probably like they're they're usually terrified to react yeah yeah they got to react yeah so then like this whole thing is just awful and in her interview abby goes holly went for the jugular telling me to look in the mirror holly let's start get a padded bra don't wear a dress what do you want me to tell you huh i thought it was really funny that she said she went for the jugular you just went after a kid's appearance exactly first correct yeah just like the thing with Paige's chair when she threw it. She said mm-hmm. I was being out of control when yeah. she threw the chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh. Holly says, I got approval to change Nia's hair. And Abby's like, not from the ALDC. I bet you Holly asked production. Can Holly I get her hair? Production, yeah. 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 And then she said, that's part of her ethnicity. And Abby's like, it's like a log coming to the side of her head, weighing her down. I can fucking not even believe these words. About Holly, do you remember? She used to always say stuff about Holly dressing. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, wearing a padded bra and stuff. She used to always tell Holly, like, what to wear and, and stuff. Yeah, she always did that. Oh, but, like, the log, and it's weighing her down. And Nia's, like, shaking her head, like, no, I'm good. But then she's weighing me down. <laughs> good. And then she's like, you're sloppy, you're late, you know? And she gets like, she's just going into it. It's terrible. Um, So Holly's like, enough is enough. If Abby's such a miss, fix it. She should start with the woman in the mirror and leave my kid alone. That's a little Michael Jackson reference from our friend Holly. Yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, Holly's funny. Uh-huh. I want more of that, Holly. I do too. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so we're now in uh, Maddie's rehearsal, and Abby is wearing a headband. You know what to do. I was done with my drink already. Well, you need another one. The hair of the dog is. It's effective. Yeah. Telling you. All right. Um, Abby still can't figure out who's in the group routine, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So now Maddie's rehearsing her solo. And she's cute. She goes, I'm excited for the solo because I get to write a love note. <laughs> okay. But I want to point out whenever Abby, whenever they're rehearsing, Abby announces <gasps> as a title contestant. Mm-hmm. So now this is before the, sh- the competition was. So just remember that. Yep. Yes. Okay. I know your point, but yes. Okay. So then she's like, you have to have a beaming smile. The same big smile I need to see if you win. Beaming, happy. And she says, she doesn't want Maddie to be affected by the drop the diva drama. Jealousy and success go hand in hand. And Maddie needs to get used to it because she's going to be successful. So then she tells Maddie to call everyone into Studio A and bring in her crowns. Do you remember this going down in real life? Yes. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Me too. I well, I, I mean, like, why didn't she have Brooke bring in her crowns? Right. Brooke has like as many crowns as Maddie. So why right. did Brooke get to bring hers in? Like, let's compare them. If you want, if yeah. we want to get down to it, like, let's compare them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she's like, I had Maddie bring in my crowns. So she realizes this is something to be a part of. It's a huge accomplishment. (laughs) She needs to own it, be proud and rub it in their faces. What the fuck? I I know. (laughs) But, but then she wonders why people get mad. Yeah. No, she doesn't wonder. She just wants to change the narrative. Of course she knows why we get mad. So wait, so once all these kids are in Studio A, um, she starts pulling out the crowns and she's talking about them. She's like, you know, this is just two two combs or rhinestone, whatever. It doesn't make you a winner. Uh, And we're super not happy about it. But wait, as she's pulling out the crowns and she's listing them, she goes like this. She goes, oh, petite Miss Dan. She goes, that was a toughie. Do you know why? Because she only beat by like a point. And and I remember Abby saying, when she saw Chloe do her, I like to fuss solo right after Maddie, like right before we left for wherever we were going, Butler, she goes, she was like very taken aback by Chloe solo. And she goes, well, she goes, it's going to come down to the judges. They're either going to want little and cute or tall and elegant. And she goes, one of the two is going to win. So she said right before we left. And so I, that's just like a little thing that nobody else would know. But I saw that I'm like, she lost by a point, you know? Yeah. She was like, oh yeah, this is a toughie. But you could tell Abby was like rooting for her. Yeah. Yeah. Just by saying that. So we're certainly pissed. Um, You're like, let me bring these in and rub them in your face. And I'm like, exactly. And then you go, you can't win a crown if you're never sent to compete for a title. And I said, and Maddie still wins just because every week Maddie or Abby makes sure that she has the best choreography. And I said to Melissa, you can sit here and get mad at me, but you know, it's true. It is true. She doesn't have the best choreography. Like, you know, so then Maddie says in her interview, she didn't want to bring in her crowns, but she followed the rules. And she said, but the moms got kind of mad and I didn't like that. 
I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so then we're like, Melissa, why would you bring these crowns in? And we're talking about it. And, uh, you know, she's kind of deflecting and she's like, I was told to, I'm following the rules. And you're like, it makes Maddie feel uncomfortable. So then Melissa gets pissed and she goes down. And I'm like, Maddie, what do you want You could Paddle tell uncomfortable. But like, if Abby would have told me to bring Brooks in, I would have been like, no. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it's just, that's weird. That's wrong. Like, why would you do that to your friends? And, and I, w- as the mom would have stood up and said, no, we're not oh. doing Sorry, I'm not doing that. It's not in my contract that says, like she's saying she's following the rules. What rule mm-hmm. is that? Because it's not in our contract that you have to bring in crowns and rub in some a little girl's face. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So Melissa walks in and she's like, girls, Maddie was told to bring the crowns. She doesn't want you to feel bad. I know you feel bad. And Abby, of course, is like, I'm sick of hearing it. You're taking her six successes and squashing them. She has the right to jump up and down and scream and yell and be excited. It's ridiculous. If you want a crown, work for it. Well, I'm pretty sure every one of those kids had a crown or a like first runner up title at that point. Or they are not ever given chances to win them. I think Paige and Nia only ever tried for a crown once. Right. Uh, Other than like Dance Masters, which was like, you mean on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Once, you know, whenever, but once a year or whatever. But, Mm Like, why doesn't she mention that Brooke has that many? I, I just don't get that. Because it doesn't fit the narrative, Cal. Doesn't fit the narrative. So Melissa comes back upstairs. Uh, Holly says what happened. Melissa starts crying because she's like, I don't want everybody to hate us. And like this dramatic music is playing. And you're like, well, tell Abby, kiss my ass. I'm not bringing them in. It's rude. And she said, we deal with it every week. We realize it. our kids aren't stupid. They realize it. I love you with your kiss my ass, shove it up your ass. Yeah. Well, you told Abby in season one, take that crown and shove it up your ass. We don't want it. Yeah. Okay. So now we enter the competition day. We go to Lancaster. Yes, I have that. I'm like, look how many people are waiting. This is really now we're getting into, we have fans at competition. And you can tell when the girls enter stage. Yeah. We have fans. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think at this point, sometimes people would find out where we were competing. And even if they weren't competing, they would still come and watch. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, Abby tells us the competition is huge <laughs> and she still hasn't decided who's going to be in the group routine, but I'm, oh no, she says she has decided, but she's going to keep it her own little secret. Yay. So we're in the dressing room and Kendall starts to cry and she's like, my stomach hurts. And they show me laughing. I, they're assholes. I'm not laughing at Kendall crying over her stomach. And because we know Kendall's stomach was hurting because of her nerves, like, which is the same thing that happens to every one of our kids. Yes. And so we know what it feels like. So we would not be laughing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Abby's like, why are you always crying? If your stomach hurts, let's get you some medicine. Don't cry about it. And Abby's rolling her eyes. And then I say in my interview, Jill's desperate. I don't get the whole, I made a mistake. I really want to come back thing. No, Jill's, Kendall's not on the team. That makes me feel bad. I mean, she wasn't on the team, but I don't know why they had to put that in right as like Kendall's stomach is hurting. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, maybe she's like, why am I here if I'm not in the dance? Why, why don't, 
well, I don't even know why some of the real team members are in, not in the stance at some point. Ew, that's bitchy, Christy. I don't know exactly what I said, but it sounds mean. All right. And then Jill's like, why can't everyone be in the dance? And Abby says, it's my decision. It's my name. It's my routine. It's blah, 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 blah. And she says, uh, Abby doesn't respect the fact that Kendall wants to be there. And I agree with Jill because she's always saying, Abby is always saying like, I want kids who want to be there. Well, Kendall's not even dancing and she's there, you know, and you can see her chest start to like get nervous when Abby tells her she's not in the dance. So she obviously wanted to dance. Obviously. And so did Nia and Paige. I mean, they were going to dance all week. Of course they want to do it. Yes. Yes. So anyway, um, Abby says to Kendall, you're here as a guest. I don't want any, I don't want a whining, crying kid. Yes, man up. So then Nia begins running her solo and she has a briefcase and they're like applying corrections and Nia starts crying. But did you hear right before she starts crying? I am totally teasing Holly. I'm like, Holly, you did a good prop. Yeah. <laughs> like, Holly, good job. But Holly is not the, the craftiest person. Uh, no. I thought she did a great job with that. Yeah. Oh, and I really like your dress at this competition. It's pretty. It's like white want. and like pink and blue flowers. I think it was one-shouldered, which fucking, of course Oh, yeah. Is. Yeah, I did like that. Oh my God. Brittany Penn texted me yesterday and she was like, express is really channeling dance mom, Christy, 2012 vibes. And she started sending twins. It's no, it's all pink, like ruffles, roses, one shoulder shit. Oh, I know exactly. You should have saved your shit because you could be in style again. That's why I saved my stuff. But I walked past Express a couple of weeks ago and I saw all of that. And I literally was like, oh, and I'm like, wait, I don't like that anymore. But my inner, yeah. <laughs> my inner dance mom got a little excited. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> okay. So Nia starts running her solo. Um, and Abby stops her because she doesn't apply a correction. Then all of a sudden, Nia, just her face, she's like crying. She's upset. She's worried. She's tearing up. And then we're like, Maybe it's because the music's not on. I'm like, maybe because the music's not on. Yeah, like trying to help her. And Holly's like, no. She's like, you know this. You are fine. Don't you do Stop it. You know, Holly really, she gets that pointy finger out, which Mm -hmm. that means business from Holly. Yeah. And and then, of course, Abby loves it. She's like, good mom, don't coddle. And then she's like, take a deep breath. And so, you know, Nia in her interview, she's like, I got freaked out because I almost forgot part of my solo and I really want to be in the group number. But if I mess up my solo, I'm not going to get to be in it. So then we head to the auditorium for the solo and Nia starts um, and she begins performing. And Holly tells us in her interview that she's a basket case because Nia just recently thought she forgot her solo. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought Holly said she was a basket case because Nia forgot it on stage. And I was like, it didn't look like she forgot it. Yeah. So loved her costume. Yes. I I thought this dance was incredibly entertaining. I think there could have been more technical technical things. Yes. Like that was my problem with this dance. Did I like it? Yes. I think Nia can do more. <clears throat> yeah. So How then about face uh, in the audience. She's like, I mean, Holly gives some face when Nia dances. And then uh when she finishes, she got a standing ovation. 
Like yeah. we all stood up. Was was death drop, man. Oh yeah. And then Holly's like, Nia got a standing ovation and that never happens at a dance competition. She's like, I'm one proud mama. Yeah. <laughs> Holly's like such the sitcom mom. It's funny. Meanwhile, we're like, did you fucking point your foot? <laughs> All right. So up next is Maddie. Can't find the words lyrical. It's announced. She takes the stage. She starts to perform. And Melissa says, Maddie did a beautiful job. <laughs> of solo. I just wish it was a little longer. I liked this dance at Maddie's, even though I feel like it was the same as every other Maddie dance because she had moments where she stopped. Yeah. Finish something. I feel like they always make Maddie's dances so like, like on top of each other that she never like breathes or finishes a movement fully. Do you know what I mean? Joffrey said the same thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So up next is Paige with her creme de la creme and she's announced and she takes the stage and she begins performing and she does her round of that tuck. She's great. I mean, she does her press. Lots of, I thought, good choreography compared to what Paige usually gets. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she finishes everyone cheers. And Abby says, Paige applied every single correction, remembered her number, and hit everything. It was good. If she wants a private firm now on, I'm going to give it to her. Well, thanks for okay. that. Okay. No. Oh, okay. Wait. Now, we do our interviews the week after the competition. Yeah. So Abby already knew that Paige broke her foot. That is why she was offering her. Oh, Kelly. Privates because she knew Paige couldn't dance for the next six weeks. So, oh, let me offer them. So I look like a great teacher, but when I know she can't have them. You're so (laughs) right. I can't believe I'm usually on that shit. I miss that. Oh, and she does the same thing next week. With Chloe and Paige's duet. Oh, okay. you always wanted a duet. Well, I'm giving it to you today before Pyramid. Well, she already knew Paige's foot was broke. That's why she gave uh, them a duet and they couldn't do it. Oh, okay. absolutely. 100%. I didn't see the previews for next week, but that's hilarious. She's such yeah. an asshole. So yeah. wait, I have a question. I Paige's creme de la creme solo was like a roughly white costume. Yes. I thought the same thing. I thought I was on drugs. No, you're not on drugs. Don't she worry. Was on a couch. Yes. Yeah. So when that came out, when she came out on like with their costume, yes. I was kind of like, and, and when I was watching it, I'm like, well, when are they bringing the couch in? Because remember, yes. the couch didn't show up until the second we went on stage. Yeah. <laughs> you do show that on an episode somewhere. Yeah, I was like, like that's I mean, what it was called. I don't know. Yeah, I was very very confused by this. I was like, that's not how I remember it. I'm glad that you're on the same page as me. Cause I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm glad you are. Cause I wasn't even going to bring it up. Cause I thought, uh, <laughs> cause you no, know, me, I remember things, but this episode has so much like big moments in it that are very specific that I remember from the show. I did not know all of this happened in one episode, like Jill coming yeah. back, Paige raping her foot, um, the log, uh, yeah. you know, it was the- a lot. The stealing of the bow. I mean, these are a lot of major dance mom moments. Yeah. They were all in one episode. Yeah. 
All right. So now we go to the interview, or I'm sorry, the awards. And in the interview page is like, Nia, Maddie, and I are all competing against each other. I wish we weren't because we're all such good friends. I feel like they felt that way every week. Yes. And Holly said, the last time Nia did with FIFA, the judges didn't care for it. But Nia's maturing and she was a bundle of energy. So ninth place in fiercest attitude goes to Nia, working girl. And Holly says, this week was filled with turmoil and anxiety because of the group number, but Nia's solo performance was a high point and she's proud of her. Then sixth place is Paige with creme de la creme. And you say, this competition was very difficult. Even to place in the top 10 was an accomplishment. I'm going to tell you. This competition had at least one studio because it was the studio we beat, Studio Blue. They have fabulous dancers. And I'm yeah. sure there were other good ones there. So people don't realize like sixth place in that age category, because that's a tough age category too, was great. I mean, the fact that all, all of them were in the top 10 was great. Yeah. Um, so now the announcers like three tenths of a point separate first and second. And Melissa's crying, which I'm like, why is she crying? You know, I whatever. I mean, I cry too. So um, Maddie says she's happy with her performance, but the competition is really hard. She hopes it was good enough and she does win. And Abby says, I wanted every single one of my solos to place in the top 10 and they did. Interesting. You know how they said that Maddie was in the title co- competition? Yeah. That's how Abby announced her. That's what I was saying. That's how Abby announced her when she was doing yeah. practice. Well, you know who beat her in the title competition? Cameron Beck, who comes on, who's on the select team in season four. Oh, really? I, think, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That, See, that's who beat I, I didn't know her because I was gone then. You were gone. Well, that's but who Abby. That's Chloe why, but, but that's why they changed it. In practice, Abby was going for the whole, that's the, that was the whole week was, okay, Maddie's. Um, announced as you know you're going for a title she brought in her crowns and you know she's gonna need another but then they just kind of dropped that they never it mentioned about the winners because she didn't win yeah okay that's yeah. how you know there was good competition there maddie didn't win mm-hmm. yeah yeah so in the dressing room the kids come in and we begin getting everybody ready for the group dance and i'm like hey do we have bows uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking you were told to say that since. No, I wasn't. I was literally doing Chloe's hair and I knew we had fucking bows. Like, I just, where's the bow? Like, so I can do a goddamn hair. Wasn't well, that big of a deal? I made it. Well, I thought it was like that you knew to get no, Jill into no, trouble. No, no, not uh, one bit. I literally was just curling her hair and I knew we needed bows. So I'm like, hey, where's the bow? I had no idea the worm can that I was opening. Yeah. The can of worms, worm can, whatever. So Abby's, <laughs> she's like, actually, Kendall, how did you get a bow? And then she's like, did you steal it? And Jill was like, she lost her mind, but Abby's like, kids should not go and take things that don't belong to them. And cause she's all like, why does Kendall have a white bow in her hair? Nobody else does. And Jill's like, well, Melissa handed them out. And Abby says, Melissa doesn't own the studio. And she said, I can't believe you're accusing me of stealing a $2 bow. I literally just have in my notes, the fucking bow. Because yeah. this bow went on for hours. In this but I don't understand why Jill got in trouble if Melissa's the one that handed them out. 
Melissa never gets in trouble. Yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like Melissa's the one who handed them out. So why didn't Melissa get in trouble for handing bows out to everybody when we didn't know who was in the dance yet? It was Joe that got in trouble. Right. And then Abby turns around and she's like, she acknowledged that Melissa did it. She's like, but it's not her studio. It's mine. And so then this whole bow thing goes on and she'll go, you talk about manners with the kids all the time. That is rude for you to say in front of my child that I would steal a goddamn bow. (laughs) I've been offended by that too, though. I I mean, you're on national TV telling somebody that I stole a $2 bow. Like if I'm going to steal something, it's going to be a little better than the bow. I'm telling you, but the reason I'm laughing is because I cannot believe that this shit is real life. I, I know. <laughs> I cannot believe. We're actually arguing over that. It is real life. This is the most stupid, ludicrous bullshit that you could fucking come up with. And yeah. here we are on national television, <clears throat> like idiots. Arguing over a fucking bow. Yep. So anyway, Abby goes back and she's like, all the girls have their hair done and no one else has a bow in their hair. And this is when you see all the kids. All the kids are just sitting there. I'm like curling Chloe's hair. Brooke's doing it. The kids aren't even blinking an eyelash. Yeah. They're like, not one. They're just like, oh, fuck. I'm, somebody's in trouble for bows. Not me. Good. Um, My mom's not being an asshole. So. And Jill in her interview goes, I don't steal from anyone. And none of these moms stood up for me again. What do you have to stand up for you? You stand up for me when she's coming exactly. And if anything, you argue with us about the same shit. Right. Right. So then Abby's like, I've had enough of Jill's nonsense. This routine is important. She wants to win at star power. And so she then starts like coming up with different combinations, combinations of dancers. Then she says to Brooke, let's see your standing back talk. Why? Why do I don't you know? And and then she changes. The, she's like, you know, nobody else do it because the floor cement. Well, why was Brooke allowed to do it? You didn't care if yeah. Brooke got her. But yeah. then Paige is like, oh, me, 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 me. And she's like, no. And we're all like, no, no, no. And Abby says, no, there's cement under the carpet. And Paige is like, just watch. Kelly, you go, well, then let's do it. Or, Hurry up and, and do it. I want to eat my lunch. My lunch. <laughs> I'm a piglet. But, you know, I don't remember it happening that way. Oh, I do. You right do? before lunch? Yeah. No, I don't mean me saying that. I mean, I think Abby wanted them all to do their back tucks. Oh, I mean, maybe I, that could be, but I remember like it was right before lunch. Yeah. And I remember like I was standing the way the makeup, makeup mirrors were like set up. I was like, your mirror was facing Paige, like the cameras on the opposite side. Cause I remember looking at Paige from behind you. And when she did it, I was like, the minute she hit, I was like, oh, she broke her foot. Now, shockingly enough, that bone crunch noise was a sound effect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I believe she didn't cry. Yeah, no, she didn't cry. She uh, did not cry. And you even say that. You're like, I'm surprised she's not crying. And then yeah. Abby's like, oh, Paige, I don't want to risk it. You're not in the dance. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> you didn't have to break her heart this week. Yeah. And then Abby's like, Paige could have been in the group, um, but I can't risk making an injury worse. Yeah. But yet they wouldn't let her go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so after we were all done with the whole day, like Paige, yeah. sit there with a broken foot until you know, 10 o'clock tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah. You did go late. But yeah, I, I wasn't allowed to go until it was over. 
No, but thankfully, Jill thinks that this opens up a special part for Kendall. I, isn't that mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. And then she's like, Abby's like, Mia, you are not in the group number. Don't make a big deal out of it. You did a great job on your solo. I couldn't be prouder. Not dancing. Shut up. And then this is when she says, Kendall, you're not in it. And then Kendall starts to like breathe heavy. Yeah. And, um, oh, I wrote LOL, Abby pulling page because of how she's like, oh, now you can't be in it, Paige. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and then Jill starts, <laughs> Abby, I'm just curious. Do you enjoy watching this right here? Does this make you happy? And then I type in, I'm like, Jill, if anyone should dance, it should be Mia. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Nobody asked you. Keep your opinions to yourself, bitch. No talking. And then Jill's like, between me and Abby. Um, And then Abby's like, Jill's from the me. But she says this is between me and Abby, but you just said 10 seconds ago, why aren't any of us sticking up for you? Yeah. Yep. So which is it you want, Jill? Do you want us to stick up for you or do you want us to butt out? Exactly. Like. When our kid's crying, you don't seem to care either. Because 90% of the time, it's my kid crying. Yeah. Does not give a shit. She just tells me I'm, we're whining. Whining. So now they go back and forth a little bit more. And Abby's like, okay, it's Chloe, Maddie, Brooke, and Nick. And then she says, I have my boys, my three girls. I got my routine. This is exactly what this routine was supposed to be the whole time, you know? And so now we go backstage and the kids are doing their little handshakes, you know, and the group routine is announced. The kids start dancing. They perform. I'm crying, but I will tell you, I fucking love this dance. I love this dance. I got choked up watching it earlier today because I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I like this dance. I love this dance. It's definitely in my top 10 favorite dance bomb dances for sure. And it probably is in the top five. I feel bad saying that without me and Paige in it. I just like it. It's good. It's so good. And I say like Nick's the pinnacle of this dance. He adds so much character and dimension because he showcased each girl he partnered. And that's what a good dance does. And every girl got to dance with him. It wasn't like one was just featured. Yeah. It was all all good. Um, I do have this whole dance. I'm going to, um, share it on my page. Yeah, I have so good. So Melissa says it was really great. I really think they have an amazing chance of winning. And Abby says it was a great performance. She made the right decision. And again, when I watched this, you want to hear what my note said, Kelly? I wrote, God, Abby is good when she wants to be. Yeah. 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 When she wants to. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Those were her three favorite dancers. So she wanted to. Correct. When she wanted to. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the the kids win, they get first place. Abby says, we did it. Couldn't be more grateful. Everyone walks into the dressing room. And I say, I think our victories were really well-earned and well-deserved. And Jill's like, bottom line, Abby's dancers won. And that's exactly why I need my daughter to be at Abby Lee Miller's dance company, which I thought was funny. (laughs) And Abby's like, once again, I was proved right. Jill, nothing to say, no last remarks. And Jill's like, no, not really. 
And she says, you stick a bow in your kid's hair and think they're going to go on stage and be in a competition number. So they start talking about the fucking bow again. And then I love this because Jill shushes Abby. I know, but remember how offended Jill was when I told her to shut up? And she tells her a couple of times. Yes. Did you just tell me to shut up? Yeah. Yeah. And then Jill goes, yes, I did. Uh, and she goes, when the time is right, if we're still available, you contact me and say, oh, I would like for Kendall to be a student. Abby's like, I don't solicit students. And she's like, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, and it's true. What do you want? You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I love that Jill tells Abby to be quiet again. Jill doesn't care what she thinks. And then Abby's like, who do you think you are? And she goes, who do you think you are by hurting a little child? And then she's like, you people suck every one of you. <laughs> and I tell her, you're being insane. And the only thing I'm thinking is, is like, like she's saying how, you know, like none of us care what Paige got in trouble for helping Kendall learn the dance. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. So uh, I tell her she's being insane. And Jill's like, Melissa's the only one that ever comes to Kendall's aid. What's wrong with you people? We all learned from Abby, the biggest bully on the block. And now we're bullying too. What the fuck did we do? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Jill goes, cost me a lot of money in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> not worth we it. all know that. Let's like, all listen, better help. <laughs> I would, we all need to call better help, but also we all need to just start putting it away. Any yep. pennies we make, just save them because our kids are going <laughs> to Yeah. Abby's like, oh, it's because she's embarrassed. She's mortified by your behavior. And then Abby goes, I think Jill's having a midlife crisis. (laughs) We all are. (laughs) Jill goes, Abby's acting like a total immature baby. She's just sick. I fucking can't. And then at the end, you just see Brooke standing there, like drinking her pop. And then Abby goes, I can't believe I'm sitting here and that woman walked out again because she leaves and then you're cracking up. Uh I I was cracking up watching it because you said about Brooke's cup. I'm like, it looked like a coffee cup. Brooke started drinking. (laughs) Brooke's like, screw this. I'm drinking out of my mom. She's like, mom, what you got in that cup? Can I have a bite? Or it really, it really was not my coffee cup, but it, I was just laughing because it no. looked like the ones we have. So did you need drinks to make it through this episode? Eh, I didn't no, no. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sad that Paige broke her foot. Or, but that wasn't like. Punch, like a hawk. <laughs> Ah. Listen, it was the only hour of peace we fucking uh, had during the day. I, know. I one too. We didn't even have a table. It over with, Paige. I want to eat my lunch. We want to sit on the floor and eat our lunch. Leave us yeah. be. Leave yeah. us be. All right, mom outfits. Who's at the bottom of the pyramid for outfits? Anybody really ugly? Oh, I have one. What? Abby's white outfit. I think that was ugly. I just thought it was... Out yeah, of I was gonna say, yeah, weird. Yeah, I liked Jill's outfit when she came in that second day, like that knitted sweater, and I also liked her dress. Okay, I'll go with them. All right, did you have any misdemeanors or felonies? Just telling my daughter to hurry up and break your foot while I eat, so I can eat my <laughs> lunch. <laughs> Mommy's hungry, Paigey Mac. 
<laughs> I think my misdemeanor is just fucking opening my mouth. Stop talking. I know. Stop talking. Yeah. Um, and favorite quotes. Oh, I know what mine is. Go ahead. Mine is that she's in the witness protection program. She's hiding from Kathy. Yeah, I had that one marked. And I also had Holly's. Um, um, fix your face, fix your hair, fix your whole yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The other thing I liked. Oh, no, not the other thing. What was your favorite dance? Oh, definitely Twilight. Love Twilight. Twilight yeah. was all right, well, we're going to head over to the after party. So we're going to join you over there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And we will see you back here next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.